We've seen all the video call fails by now. The mute button mishaps, the cat cameos, people not realizing the camera's on when their pants are off. But none of this makes Fred feel any better about giving an entire sales pitch, mistakenly using a filter that turns him into an itsy-bitsy baby duck. How do I turn this thing off? It's too late, Fred. It's too late. When you realize it's better to do business in person, it matters where you stay. Welcome to the Hilton Garden Inn, Fred. The meeting room is right down the hall. Hilton, for the stay. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You know when you get a song in your head? And you only know a tiny phrase of the song and you don't know the song. You don't know the name of it. You don't know who sings it. And I have had four weeks stuck in my head. And I believe that's it. I didn't know any of the other words. And I was like, what is it? And I would look it up and I'd be like, I know it's a 90s song. And I would put in I believe. Yeah, I believe is The phrase I believe is in many, many songs. And I found it. I finally fucking found it. And I'm sad, though, because it is a Christian rock song Mm. by the song, by the band, Blessed Union of Souls, who I did. (laughs) I loved Blessed Union of Souls. But then I listened to the whole song and I got upset because it starts with walk blindly to the light and reach out for his hand. His hand. (laughs) Don't ask any questions and don't try to understand. Open up your mind and then open up your heart and you will see that you and me aren't far apart because I believe (laughs) that love is the answer and I believe that love will find the way and I'm very proud of myself. Thank you, Jackie's Brain, for helping me find it. In reality, it was one of the Spotify uh, playlists that they gave me. They're like, oh, you listen to a bunch of 90s songs, you old, old woman. Remember this Blessed Union of Souls song? And I was in the car and I was like, yeah, that's it. And I screamed to myself and I had to share it with you. Welcome to page seven. Uh, Welcome. I'm coming from the opposite direction, Jackie. Why? Because I yesterday on our way to uh, the doctor to um, get a little peek at our uh, delicious baby a coming disgusting, on the way. completely disgusting in how a you delicious, just it, but... <laughs> succulent baby that's on the way. And uh, uh, I put on the stereo. I was like, oh, I want to give this a shot. And I put on Olivia Rodrigo's album. Oh my Sour. God. Welcome to the year, Holden. Yeah, she's <laughs> on know. everything. I just, it's. I was listening to Teen Beats as recommended by Jackie on my way Dude, here. Dude, Teen Beats. It's so she's I'd, everywhere. I only heard the song on by, by watching the SNL sketch. Driver's I license only watched great. The SNL sketch Sour is great. It had two things I loved. The SNL sketch. It had Roger. Oh, fuck, I'm gonna fuck his name. Roger. Roger. It's close. Oh, the rake himself <laughs> from Bridgerton. The rake. The Duke is a rake. We all know that. 
Uh, he's in the sketch, and they mentioned Taylor Swift's fantastic songwriting in the sketch. So I was like, oh, I have like. to see what it this is all about. Is. These are two things I'm I'm in love with that I'd like to make love with. Taylor Swift's songwriting and Rajai Jaj. Sharn, Sharn, Now he's Irish, and he's a rake. He's a rake. He is a rake. And uh, so I was like, oh, you know, and then the album came out. I saw like Pitchfork reviewed it. I was like, Jesus, it's everywhere. And so I put it on. And I think I'm a 17-year-old girl, like, trapped in a grown-ass man's bro. body. Welcome, bro. Fucking welcome. <laughs> I think it's great. I really liked it. I think it's great. And people are like, yeah, I guess it's good for people that are, like, 17 to go through a breakup. I'm like, um, I just, like... It made me tear up a little bit listening to <laughs> I have cried twice while listening to Driver's because License. Because it reminds <laughs> me of that time. It reminds me of those times. Why can't, why is, why are people unable, this is my problem with the world Ooh. right now. Why are people unable to regress? Like people like have to be the age they're at now and like they can't connect to anything even though it was like them at some point. It's like you remember fucking being like this, bro. Yeah. Don't act like you weren't going through a heartbreak or forlorn. In my case, I'm jealous of the song in a way because I w- never got to go through a breakup at 17 riding around in my car. I just got to think about what love might be possibly be like Same. at the age of That's why teen love some... songs will always have a special place in my heart because I did yeah. not know teen love. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's arrested development a little bit or something or like whatever. But but still listening to that, I'm like, dude, I remember how that felt. What, you what you old codger? You don't remember how you felt? I feel bad for old ass you. I remember <laughs> what it was like to be 17. I love that. And Olivia Rodrigo, you fucking captured it in a bottle, girl. And I think you're great. So whatever. I guess I'll like <laughs> learn how to play your songs on piano and oh my sing God, them to Holden, my baby. Can you learn how to play it and then I'll sing them with you? I'm probably going to learn how to at least play driver's license. But I like a many, I like quite a few. Also, I love when an album, and this is such a 17-year-old thing, right? Because she's got like... Two things in her life, right? She's got like a TV show she likes and this breakup. So that's what we're singing about, right? So the whole album is just that. The whole album is just the breakup. What you know? Yeah, fuck it. Let's just let's just tell every angle of this one part of my life because you're 17 and things are so much simpler. And I'm jealous of that. And I love your album because of that. So take that. Old hell yeah! I just literally looked up Olivia. Look, I typed in Olivia Rodrigo. The first thing that came up from the Washington Post: Why millennials can't just let ourselves enjoy Olivia Rodrigo? And I'm like, maybe that's what got me on this tangent because I other people have given me that same sentiment when I was like, driver's license is a fucking bop. It's not a bop, but it's like a slop. You know what <laughs> oh, I mean? It is a slop, right? And uh, you know, it's like, why? Who? Can, what, what? Yeah, why can't you just enjoy it? It's fucking great. Breakup song. Fuck it. I love breakup songs. Anyways, I'm done. I loved it. Thank you. Thank you for this <laughs> Thank platform. Thank you, I think <laughs> that we're we're in a... It's it's funny because on the one hand, right, you people are like, uh, you like the music that the teens make? You're a millennial? Wow, get over it. Geriatric millennial, geriatric, by the way. Geriatric you millennial. are. Yes, you I'm are. I'm a regular millennial. We are both regular. Oh, Thank you. Geriatric. Thank you. Whatever. But also, obviously, millennials are just obsessed with recreating our childhoods because everything is, at, at, hence the Friends reunion, everything is a reaching back. I'm oh so upset about that. How dare I you bring it up? Can I be any more upset about it? Yes. A proper warning. <laughs> I'm never going to stop laughing at those jokes. And I honestly think that we might be coming from different places on this. I think you and I have had polar opposite emotional experiences on this Jackie with the with the show friends I need to say it 
I was a big Friends person. Same. My sister and I would watch it together. I watched it every day when it was in syndication. I've seen every single episode multiple times. It was one of those shows, that and Gilmore Girls, that when I went to college and I was sad, I would be alone. I'd throw in a disc of Friends because it was something that would comfort me. However, (laughs) how much money did HBO Max put into Uh, this Friends reunion? I'm not even saying like, fuck this, fuck all of it. What I'm saying is, is they are pushing it so hard to an extent that I've gone full circle where it's like, who cares? This is this is the thing. This is the thing, Uh-oh, right? I'm wait, MJ, this. do you care? Because you have a smile of someone that yeah, cares. Yeah, do you care? I, this is what I'm saying. We had, like, Please, if, if we grab my our mind. emotions, if you grab our emotions, my emotions upon reading the e- your email was like, yeah, fucking Friends reunion, Jesus Christ. Why is everybody always talking about Friends? Yes, I watched it religiously when it was live. I don't think I ever watched it in syndication. Good for you. It was on every day for two hours. That's four episodes a day. And I get it because I also like to watch the same shows over and over. I've seen every episode of Law and Order SVU probably 15 times. Like I, And so I just, for whatever reason, that wasn't my show, like Arrested Development or whatever, but it wasn't Friends. But, so I loved it and then I was like, I spent the last five to ten, maybe even longer. Like in college, I think I was like annoyed at people for watching Friends. I was like, there's better stuff out there, people. I get it. And I have been like <laughs> anti- and then I watched the HBO trailer. No, you didn't. And I got a little emotional. No, and you I think didn't. I'm gonna watch. I think I'm gonna watch no, it. And I think I might like it. I think I might like it. Okay. Uh, I should watch the trailer with Lexi because I fe- I was gonna just chime in and say yeah I was I was always a Seinfeld guy. Less of a Friends guy. I, I didn't like hate on Friends. Like I watched Friends even, but I was definitely like take it or leave it. I with also Friends. understand I'm, I'm people all about. that hated it. Mm-hmm. I understand people that are very excited about the reunion. I think that is great. Yes, I do. But it's just the way that they're pushing it to the extent mm-hmm. that Matthew Perry has <laughs> his own Friends merch line with. Things just, oh my, that, it's just, it's too far, MJ. It's just too far. I don't know, I think I want to get a shirt that says, could I be any more vaccinated? Because I'm, I'm pro. Just <laughs> take my uh, eyes out. I, I, all right, if you want to talk about that, I was just going to, I was really just quickly just going to say, but I live with an ex-friend's, like, fanatic. Please. She has the full DVD box set, yada, yada, yada. And I feel like it has weirdly worn off the mystique. Like, she could kind of give a fuck about some friends these days to the point where I haven't heard a damn thing from her about this reunion. Maybe she doesn't know it exists. But <laughs> How does she you not? You guys can it's talk about the rollout. I don't know. Everywhere. She, she's like, it's kind of turned into a meh thing. But yeah, going to, the, going to the Matthew Perry shirt thing, I will say, though, first of all, I'm starting to see you articles where you talk about backlashes on social media. And this is definitely a great case for that because it was definitely like, like they pulled tweets. three yeah. tweets. One of the tweets was just an anti-fucking-vax tweet, fuck faces. So it's not even like a mad at him for... Cap- and at the same time, it's like he's not capitalizing on the deaths of a bunch of people. He's trying to promote vaccination. I'm Go not upset about yeah, that. I don't get I'm that. not upset about yeah. the could I be anymore I'm so vaccinated. over the like, so many people died and you're trying... No, it's just a vaccine it's just you know where up. you know where i, I draw know. my line <laughs> is when you sell a doggy bandana that says could i be any more of a dog <laughs> <laughs> how dare 
you, Matthew Perry. <laughs> what do you mean? That's, that's funny. It we laugh. It's me. funny. Infuriates me. Can I be any more of a dog? I just that was needed funny. 20 years laugh. off, and now apparently I'm back. I'm laughing at Matthew Perry's shit. I want to watch the fucking yeah. special. <laughs> But Lexi spent the last 20 years on, so now she's off, you know. What's the special? What is it? Is it an actual episode? Or is they just hanging out and like watching Friends? No, they, it's a whole thing. There's an absolute, there's interviews with like Malala. There's interviews with people that like love Friends. There's interviews with BTS talking about how they learned how to speak English while watching Friends. I've actually heard that from several people. That's interesting. Which that's awesome. I think that's fucking cool as shit. But then don't worry, guys. I was. Um, it's James Corden that's going to run the interviews while they all sit on the couch. You know the couch I'm talking about. And they talk about their time on Friends. Fine. I'm I'm fine with all of these things. It's just, can I be any more of a tired old bitch? I guess. Oh, okay. Yeah, I wish they had those shirts. <laughs> that, I, wish they oh, had those. I would wear that in a second. <laughs> I want a shirt that says in in the in the KKK font. I want a shirt that says, could it be any more of a white boy it's summer? Not, no, please don't. <laughs> With the with the white supremacist font, but the little colored dots oh, in between, just you to have to mix the two concepts And then you together can just send your money directly shirt. to Matthew Perry, who did not write the episodes, <laughs> but Matthew Perry should get that money. And it is like I feel sad because everyone does look. I mean, they look like they've had, all had their you know fair share of work done, and Matthew Perry really does. He he, he has aged, and he's gone through a lot, and I know that. Um, but the picture, really though, please look up Matthew Perry's merch site. The picture of him in the "Could I Be Any More Vaccinated" shirt, giving a thumbs up haphazardly. He looks like he can barely stand on his own. Where it's like, why did you just stuff him in this shirt? And I was like, just stand there. Just can we just get one picture, Matthew? Open your eyes. Can you open your eyes just for a second? <laughs> um. And that's what it looks like. So who who would you say held up the best? Rachel. Just in the whole. Rachel. Oh, yeah. She doesn't yeah. look like she's, she's aged a single day. Neither does Lisa I mean, Kudrow. Right. Lisa Kudrow looks Yeah, Lisa beautiful. Kudrow. Yeah, actually, I, I revised Lisa my Kudrow. answer. Lisa Kudrow. Because with Rachel, with... Uh, Rachel looks like she, you see the work, yeah. whereas Kudrow, even if she's gotten the work, I don't I don't quite see it. And I feel much. like in terms of like uh, careers, I was thinking all afternoon about this and what a curse it must have been to be on that very successful show because obviously none of them basically none of them have been able to recover like not a one right? I mean Courtney Cox and Jennifer Aniston but Lisa Kudrow did pull some fun shows that I really liked but I she was always my favorite and the comeback which was I think also on HBO yes. the comeback was yeah. was like so good I think I mentioned this on the show before it was so good I had to stop watching it because it was it's about like a like a has been actor like a one hit wonder actor trying to come back and it's so good that it was like viscerally painful uh and I, just for for me like and I was like I can't I can't do this but like I feel like she has has made it through and you're right Courtney Cox and Jennifer Aniston have both had careers I just I guess I say they haven't nobody's been able to recover in the sense that they've never been able to get out of the shadow the only right, other sure. shadow jennifer aniston has ever been under is like nobody wants to marry her you know <laughs> right or the Brad, yeah the brad pitt that she was once Ooh. married to brad pitt Ooh, and famously whoa. cheated on yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she kinda, yeah it's been, i feel like 
a tragic figure in terms of how she's covered because it's just like, oh, she's like the hottest girl on earth, but why won't she? Why will she always be alone? I do like it know? though because the poor the poor woman has to deal with the social media of that when it's like she's probably she's Jennifer fucking Aniston. She doesn't want to be in a relationship. She doesn't have to be in a fucking relationship. But every you're right. right. Every single rag magazine is just like. She's brittle and dying. Never look her in the <laughs> eyes or you will turn to dust. But then you see the women next to the to the men, and it's, again, probably because of the amount of work, but the women all look pretty good, and the men are like, yikes. Matt LeBlanc's uh-huh. not looking too bad, though, with the silver, yeah. Yeah, he's yeah, a bit Joey of a silver fox, you're right. I guess it's really mostly Chandler, and, and Ross looks the exact same just older we are lucky to still have Chandler. <laughs> let's just say that we are lucky that he we still get his him in existence we definitely as a human are being. and i know that he went through a lot of issues <laughs> which i imagine anyone that gets that famous that young will always go through that yeah i'm gonna go ahead and say that's probably would have been my trajectory yeah. oh yeah, uh, oh, yeah. if no uh, if Zero i was question. on that show if I was Chandler on that show, I think that would have. De- I don't know how it would if I was just that set up that young, and uh, knowing that I do enjoy the In drugs fact, the way I speaking do. Speaking of blocaine, <laughs> can we just say it real Uh-oh. fast? Do not do cocaine right now. Please hear me. Please listen to me as a former party girl and also a current lover of lots of drugs. Please don't. So many people are dying right now. It is being cut with way too much fentanyl and people are just dying. And I hate to say it. I know it's in the beginning of butt summer, but please don't do cocaine anytime soon. Yeah, please. yeah. This is, by the way, coming from Jackie, we literally used to call her Ski Ski. <laughs> she literally would be, be like, are you going to the slopes go, today? Yo, you know, and this- <laughs> I was like, ski free, I, or ski fall. What was that one where you would jump over things? Yeah, oh, yeah she called that. her breasts her slopes. <laughs> it was a whole situation. So take it from her. It's not a good scene please right don't. now. If you, if you, if that is not realistic for you, if you- will not stop or can't stop or if you don't do it but you're around a lot of people who do in any case no matter what get a training on how to use Narcan and carry Narcan with you yes. because you can reverse an overdose and um, your local like um, in New York I'm thinking of like vocal and a bunch of different organizations that like work with people who are drug users uh, who will like run training run you know every Major city, I think, will have trainings from orgs like this about how to inject Narcan, how to use it safely. And so if you do, uh, if you're going to be around people doing cocaine or if you're going to do it yourself, carry Narcan. But Jackie is right. Don't do it right now. It's not safe. There was just a tragedy here in New York. So just do not do it. Please don't. And you can also, you can get it at CVS. You can talk to the pharmacy behind the counter of how to administer it and how to safely watch someone after it's been administered. I promise we will get back to our regular scheduled shitting on other pop culture things. I just needed to say it. Chandler lived, but we will die. And we have to remember. (laughs) And it's it's like, it's no, the stigma, you know, there's a lot of, obviously a lot of stigma around drug use and drug addiction. and, And I think that Chandler was, and actually for me at least, for millennials, I was like an early example of that because everybody was watching Friends and was like, what's going on? Mm -hmm. But it was the 90s and so everybody was fucking shitty about drugs and was like, oh, what a moral failing, as like, opposed no. to being like, 
he needs help, you know, like he... No, rather yeah. than just, just shoving him out of the spotlight because he was making a right. bad name for the Friends show. No, you right. needed help. Right. And seriously, take it from Jackie. They, we used to call her the human blur because you couldn't even see her. She'd just be vibrating so much. Yeah, you were like, oh my God, is there a is, 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 are, is there an out of focus lens on my eyes, right? Like what's going on? Why can I not? Just, why is she out of focus Damn right straight. now? I'm the NASCAR of bitches, so people. <laughs> And in fact, that's how fast I got wet while looking at the pictures of Rita Ora, Tessa Thompson, and Taika Waititi. The internet went aflame. And this is the day after like an all-nighter party. Like they clearly fucked all night and we're just having that next day like we were, we did something bad. That was my favorite part about it because there was no shade, like whatever happened the previous night, they were still just (laughs) riding the good vibe. Nobody was like, oh, we shouldn't have done that. Everyone was like, let's keep it going. It's sunlight. Yeah. Well, and I don't think there's a scandal here. It just looks like two, a, a loving couple brought in a uh, super foxy lady for fun. some shenanigans. And they love that the puritanical viewpoints of our country is very much just like, <gasps> whoa, whoa, what? Oh, my God. Three adults kick, kissing each other. Yeah, y'all. I saw that. It was like, fucking get it. Fucking get it. I am sad that they were at a private party and that those pictures had been taken uh, uh, from, you know, somewhere that I imagine the paparazzi was hiding in a tree. But man, they looked like they had a fucking a blast because Taika Waititi and Rita Ora have been dating for, I think, like six months or so. And Tessa Thompson, my God. I can't take my eyes off of her. And um, how do we get the tape? I know that we shouldn't get the tape unless that that is something that they can send to and want to. But I will pay with my soul to watch the tape if um, they would they would maybe gift it to me. I'm just saying. My soul, soul, Holden. I don't know if I'd be. I don't think I'd pay I with believe. my soul to see a fuck session. You believe me? How dare you? That is a Christian group of men. Do not twist their words. Yeah. Blessed jars of, of clay or whatever the band is would not want you to use their... jars of clay. It is, I mean, it may as well be. It's a hybrid of the two. They would, Lil Nas, Lil Nas X over here. That Unbelievable. Song in that context. I just, I love a hot... Funny heartthrob. I love that Taika Waititi is such a heartthrob because he's so funny. And I know that there have been funny heartthrobs in the past, but like a a very, very, very talented, funny, like hottie is such a joy. It's just a absolute blessing. Ooh, ooh, I'm dripping in hachimachi right now. Every time Taika Waititi, it's it's difficult to look at him. Like, like, talk about looking at him in a blur. Every time I see him, I just, I melt. And he's so talented. (laughs) Yeah. We stand a talented, funny, fucking hot guy. I think I've loved everything he's done. So, yeah. Including his penis. (laughs) (laughs) Where is the tape? And um, speaking of Jenjamin, I know you weren't, but I know you were thinking about Jenjamin right now. Um, what about A-Rod's makeup line that he's coming out with? Cool. Now, what I like is that the internet is turning this as if he decided to do this against J-Lo, who released a beauty line <laughs> earlier this year. Uh, yeah, but, for men? Is no, it for men? and also, like, I don't so... think that that's what's happening. <laughs> 
but it's very funny. <laughs> this, I think this is very interesting. I, I mean, it makes me a little freaked out because I'm just like, y'all, it is the weirdest trick, I feel like, uh, on society that... Women have had to just every day deal with this sort of thing. And I feel like I've gotten away with murder by not having to think about a uh, makeup application for all of my life. So it does terrify me that this will become normalized and I will have to start using foundation. It's great. Uh, but uh, at the same time, it's good to equalize it. I'm just also terrified because I just now I have to add a, a how long does it take? You don't have to you do, to do nothing, that. honestly, ever since the mask started. <laughs> I don't fucking really put makeup on at all anymore because I'm like it's just gonna come off. What does it fucking matter? But you know, every time I every time you get on the Zoom call and you're not wearing makeup, Jackie, I was I going. Know. Oh, <laughs> I, I, sh- I Should I start doing it to you, terror. Holden? You always are going. Oh, oh, where's his blur stick? Aaron. <laughs> Where is your him? My favorite part of the article is when it refers to makeup in quotes. Like, A-Rod made makeup Makeup. of men. Like, you can't call it makeup. It's fucking makeup. You put it on your face. It's for guys. It's the same thing as regular makeup. makeup. It covers your scars. Because men have scars to cover. Nick's from shaving. I I feel (laughs) the same way about makeup. As I feel about razors, as I feel about lots of things that people use, that I think that this is just another way of like, why can't we just normalize makeup for people? Like, if you want to use makeup, have some makeup. Like, isn't that great? But like, why? I think it's a backwards move at this point. Yeah. We've seen all the video call fails by now. The mute button mishaps, the cat cameos, people not realizing the camera's on when their pants are off. But none of this makes Fred feel any better about giving an entire sales pitch, mistakenly using a filter that turns him into an itsy-bitsy baby duck. How do I turn this thing off? It's too late, Fred. It's too late. When you realize it's better to do business in person, it matters where you stay. Welcome to the Hilton Garden Inn, Fred. The meeting room is right down the hall. Hilton, for the stay. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I think it's awesome, and at the same time, my la- it's the laziness side of me that's slightly upset by this. Same. Because I know eventually it's going to be a thing that I'll just have to... But I will say also, I have a memory of a guy in my theater class, like a straight guy in my theater class in college, by the way, with a bunch of progressive people... And I remember he showed up one day and like after uh, like with some friends was like, he's wearing eyeliner. And it was like this. Everyone got all like or at least the people I was with were being all judgy on him for like wearing eyeliner. eyeliner. You know, well, this is and this is college, early 2000s. Yeah, geriatric millennial. (laughs) Yeah, geriatric millennial every year. And, And I look back on that and I'm like, man, we were being fucking dicks. You know what I mean? So like, I'm glad that it's normalized. And actually, you know, and even to the point where 
the term guy liner is like, why does it have to be guy liner? It's just fucking eyeliner. You know, you don't have to like gender it just to make it a, like normalize it for men. You know Thanks what I mean? To Billy like, Joe Armstrong, oh, man, my, baby. my first crush, number one guy liner icon. <laughs> oh, you know, yes. it, it, it was that exact time period, the early 2000s, where yeah, he was wearing yeah. eyeliner and everyone was like, what is this? Is he gay? Is he, what is happening? Why does he have eyeliner on? Why, God? Why? Yeah, so. It's good. I'm glad it's happening. And at the same time, I can't wait. I don't want to wake up an extra 20 minutes before work. And by work, I mean sitting in my pajamas doing research. This doesn't affect me at all, actually, now that I think about it. No, it really doesn't. It's in a man tube (laughs) for your man scratches and you just put it on whatever your man Mm -hmm. wounds are. I got Manscaped. Have I been using it pretty much at all? No, but I got Manscaped. So I will continue to look towards refining what you see here into something more appreciated by the world. We need more appreciation for you and your body, Holden. I'm constantly (laughs) saying that. Give it up for Holden's body. So did J-Lo throw up until she died when she heard about this Hell man no, makeup that her ex is using? she's busy having sex with Ben <laughs> Affleck. He's having so much sex with Ben Affleck right now. She didn't go like, I'm gonna, you know, slam my head against this wall until he discontinues his makeup line, daddy, or something like that. She didn't do that. No, she wasn't she freak out um, about it. Veronica from Riverdale, but... Um, <laughs> Speaking of, which I didn't include, I guess congratulations goes out to KJ Epa. Um, MJ, did you know that he recently became a father? <gasps> KJ Epa? KJ Epa became a father. He became a father. He's a daddy. He's a daddy. And I love it because I really appreciate everyone that hit me up about this and that also included his TikTok videos as this man became a father. And... He- <laughs> I really do implore you. I don't know if I've ever told you guys to watch his TikToks before and or if you have ever. But man, I kind of love how weird it is. I think he's I I love a really weird, stereotypically hot person. (laughs) He doesn't carry himself like he looks the way he does. And um, I think that's a lot of fun. I like that, too. I think that I just like people from New Zealand. I get it. I'm sure there's bad ones out there, but most of the ones that I have seen are great. And KJ Apa is an infuriating... Oh my uh, god! Plays an infuriating character in Archie Andrews. Yes, but go get sorry, that ice cream. Sorry, I heard cream. an ice cream truck. I'm like, I haven't heard an ice cream truck in so long. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, really, you don't, well, that would make sense why they're not out here in LA. Well, you know who recognizes just... the sound of the ice cream truck now is three year old Freddie Oliver. Oh, who now oh, has, oh, not, no. has not learned that you just hear that constantly. So now every single time she's like, "Hey, is that an ice cream truck?" Oh my and then we god! Have to, like, go look no. for it. And that's where you make up weird things. You're like, no, that's the dead person car. It makes the same sound, but it's just filled with dead people. So don't go out there and don't come alive and eat your eyes out. with dead people. Yeah, make her scared of the ice cream truck. That's what you got to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, a sound that she'll hear all day, every day for the next <laughs> three months. It's some maniacal man driving around a bunch of dead people that come alive with children. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just ice cream. Yeah, it's just ice you. cream. They wish to take your tongue. <laughs> now, I do want to switch gears a little bit, even though I love thinking about dead people, ice cream trucks. But we had someone write in that I was so 
interested in what they had to say that I want to read the email, not even as part of the shout outs, because they wrote in as a person. Remember last week when we were talking about the Tom Cruise space movie Uh and like all of the the actualities of how that comes to be this person to die in space. Yes. This person works in the space industry and is working on Ooh. this project. I cannot no say their name. However, I, they, they gave a little bit more background, uh, at least a little bit of, of what this actually entails. And so I wanted to share part of this with you guys and, because it. I know that I shouldn't feel this way, but I feel like there's a lot of other ways you could, things you could pay for. Um, rather than spending $55 million per person to get them into space. Cool. Jesus. Yeah. So, all right. <laughs> I just want to throw this yeah, out. I'm just going to read. I'm going to read part of this because <laughs> I was so laughing. fascinated by this. Yeah. So what this person said, the basics of the mission are that Tom Cruise and his co-passenger, Doug Lyman, who is the director, will fly as space flight participants. Note. They are not astronauts. This is an important distinction. On a private space mission chartered by Axiom. So apparently, Axiom is buying space on a SpaceX crew Dragon capsule, which will fly to the ISS. So essentially what they said is, think of Axiom like a tour company, and SpaceX as the company that owns the tour bus, and Axiom rents the Mm. buses as needed. Which makes a lot more sense. Yeah. So they continue on saying, y'all brought up some really great points about why space movies are kind of a weird concept. Namely, that you can get pretty good quality CGI for a fraction of the price of actually going to space. To that point, you are absolutely correct. In fact, the estimated cost to launch someone to space is $55 million. That doesn't include the cost of accommodations in space. Accommodations in space. You gotta get the hotel. Yeah, all the things. Like, you you gotta sit. Like, you know, get, like, the food and whatever. Like, all of the equipment and everything they have to get up there. Yeah, dude. And apparently, they go on to say space tourism to the ISS isn't new, as there were missions in the 2000s, though they all launched on Russian spacecrafts. One of these missions also included someone who tried to film a movie, but it wasn't nearly the same level as the Tom Cruise thing. But also what they continued on in saying, one final point, since this mission is not a normal ISS resupply mission, there will likely be a lot of space on the capsule. Most of this will likely be used for filming equipment and food and whatever, but the space flight participants will be able to bring personal items up to the station. Oftentimes, these personal items include fresh food. And yes, that means that Tom Cruise could totally bring up some fish for his own personal use. Uh, He's gonna go fuck fish in the mouth in outer space, and I don't know if I am uh, flabbergasted in fury or in... Honor, but I mean, wow. I, I never thought about fucking in space, but you know what, man? This does bring up some thoughts, right? Because I mean, I'm, I'm not talking about T H O T thoughts, I'm talking about 
thoughts. T H O U G H T. Thank you for spelling it out. Not a lot of thoughts in space. Yeah, you get me up in space, so you wait. I'll get all the kind of thoughts. All right, please, for a bill second. No, but but yeah, talk about no motion in that ocean. I mean, you are slow as a slug up there in that anti gravity, and I don't know if I would be able to get my my jollies off very easily. I don't think so. Maybe it would be hot. Maybe it would be like, oh, it's so slow. Oh, well, you've got all the the stuff on, you know. How are you going to feel anything under there? I mean, never to ask MJ for any sort of sex. <laughs> I'm just saying. Maybe it'd be good really slow and weird. <laughs> oh, it's so slow. Was the way that you, you so, I've never heard an undersell so bad on so your own slow, advice. So much equipment. Yeah, I'm oh, so, so nauseous, you know. Oh, yeah, hell, baby, this is, is just being so nauseous when I'm having oh, sex. Yeah. Oh, yeah, baby, this is so cumbersome. (laughs) (laughs) There's all this dry food around here. (laughs) I don't think that I would want to fuck in space, but I guess, you know, given the opportunity, I know that we've talked about this. You both said that you wouldn't go to space. Zero percent chance. No, No, yeah. It would have to be so, we'd have to be living in the future, essentially. It'd have to be so normalized. As soon as something's like bog standard and normalized like flying for instance Mm -hmm. right i mean like yeah you get freaked out flying but like you shouldn't you know what i mean and if space flight got to that point maybe but as it stands now absolutely not i would just puke i would puke everywhere i can't do it (laughs) i wouldn't puke everywhere i'd just be like what am i doing i feel trapped in this little vessel how long is it going to take to get back home a decade what's happening Oh, I guess I'll just die on Mars. Wow, that sounds cool, Gotta watch Aniara. You want a great, bleak, sci-fi, space movie. Aniara. Is that the one where they're just like floating until they die? Is that the one? Maybe. (laughs) Such a fun sell for that one. I was like, yeah, that sounds like my absolute living nightmare. So maybe I'll skip Oh, I cried for days. Uh, But like in a fun way. And (laughs) I'm also going to cry for days, most likely, after I watch... Timothy be cast as Willy fucking Wonka. All right. A couple of things here. So I, first of all, it is another Cruella. It is an origin story for Willy Wonka. That makes it slightly more interesting. And actually, I'm slightly on board because I didn't know until I looked at it because because I saw Jackie. Jack, sometimes you hear Jackie when you read her email. You literally hear her screaming in your ear. You're okay. like, and you, I was almost on board. I was like, yeah, fuck this shit. This is fuck shit. And then I went in <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's the director who did the Paddington movie. That I should watch the Paddington movies. I have heard tales. I'm going to admit, also, I haven't seen them, but apparently Paddington 2 is the... It actually motivated... That seeing this makes me actually... I need to finally sit down and watch it, especially Paddington 2 is apparently like one of the best movies of the last decade. Really? Yeah. Yes. I've been told many times apparently to Paddington watch Paddington 2 is incredible. Really? It's like... Yeah, it's that movie that I just have not sat down to watch that is apparently just the fucking best. It's very like Wes Anderson inspired... And this, that, and the other. But apparently, it is the shit's tits. So Ugh, definitely. I mean, you uh, know how I felt about Christopher out. Robin. I know that has nothing to do with Paddington, but I'm just saying that if even my cold, mean heart can be changed to the idea, oh, doesn't she want a red balloon? Oh my God, Winnie <laughs> the Pooh, you fucker. Ooh, you little cute fucker. But why are, why are you so anti? Is it Timothy Chalamet or is it the I origin mean, story? I think mean, there's, there's a lot of reasons. Is it that it's redone for the millionth time? I, I mean, I don't want to speak for Jack. Jack, you give us the lowdown, but I think I could it guess. Really it really is. You know what? Like, as Laurie, Timothy, 
amazing. He is, I know he's an amazing actor. He really is. And I'm, that's not what my issue is. Get someone that's more fun. In my brain, ah. if you're going to try to be Gene Wilder, pick in the same way that I was upset about who they chose for the penguin in the Arpats Batman. Right. Like, there's so many cool, amazing character actors. Like, Timothy needs no help. Yeah. He's a great leading man. I'm sure he wants other fun opportunities, but you're young leading and you're boy, hot. Please. Like, you don't need, like, get someone that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Or, or that's, I'm down this with that. would be his real test to see if he can really stretch past sure this certain can. thing that has been established. And also I will say a couple things, right? It's an origin story. So maybe it's kind of about how he was once like a Chalamet and then kind of became a J.J. Wild Eye. Yeah, J.J. in the wind. Um, And also if anyone can do it, I think maybe this director can. I think the funniest thing to me is this new trend where Joker, Cruella, Wonka. That's the name of the new one, Wonka. So we're just going to do these one word names and it's the same fucking movie concept. How many more of these can we expect? I think a fun thought uh, uh, experiment, which we've already played on this show, I believe, is what what are the next ones coming around the bin? We talked about an Ursula. I, I think is probably going to be on its way. I want to write. I, that's right? the thing. I think that it's they're all really good ideas. Yeah. Like, I think an origin story for Wonka is kind of fun. Yeah. Okay. For sure. To see how he gets there, I'm totally down. But like, yeah. And, and even honestly, I'm gonna go see the Cruella movie as well. It's just I all about the. But I also love Emma Stone. And I do. Yes, and I, I, like, I'm sure that it will be fun. And I'm not even nay-naying on all of that. It's just there's so many other things that we could do. Or am I just being a nay-nay? No. I think we're going to get a Vader soon. I thought we already had that. We're Didn't gonna you, get you and your stars the have prequels, that The prequels, but they're fucking god-awful. And uh, so I think we'll get a Vader probably. I'd love a Riddler. Sure. That's what I'd love, a Riddler And you know, story. I want to watch but all the people thing, in from Candyland. Part of it is technically, you have to give it to some, now and now they always have to do the Heath Ledger thing, right? Where you give it to someone who's like seen in one light and you're like, you're going to show them this whole other side of yourself. It's so formulaic and it's so hilarious that this evil villain backstory approach to filmmaking is the new formula what a weird like god guys can we not diversify in the things we release do we have to just jump on these trend trades and just just saturate them so terribly and then not even like give Wonka a crazy name the 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 history the history of the origin of the fantastical candy man or something like that give, don't just say Wonka that's what everyone else is doing yeah I I, I do go back and <laughs> forth because sometimes I'm like enraged by the fact that there is like that everything is just like what if we did it again but then sometimes i'm like ooh but this time it's a good idea and that that was the roller coaster i went on with wonka i was like stop making the same thing over and over and then i was like ooh an origin I will story watch okay it. and you see this is the thing so this is in the same time period so i think that i've yelled at towards you guys about this and i and you know i love riverdale but they are doing the same thing on the cw they're doing the same thing with the powderpuff girls yeah so they released the pilot, and now they are reworking completely the live-action Powderpuff Girls that they're doing for CW because apparently the pilot was, quote, too campy. So then what are you going to do with it? So, all right, you don't want it to be Riverdale. That is a step in the right direction. But then what are you going to do with it? You know, like in the yeah, same the vein, like... Powerpuff Girls. 
I don't know. Well, I know I didn't grow up enough with the Powerpuff Girls. Like they were definitely in my vicinity, uh, for sure. I definitely watched some, but I mean, it's like I guess to in order to figure out what to do with it, you'd have to figure out what makes Powerpuff Girls great in the first place. Which I guess what makes Powerpuff Girls great in the first place is it's these strong little girl characters that are can be like icons for a young girl, young anyone. And um, but it's also this. It is campy, right? It's all like giant robots. Uh, attack the yeah. city and you know they defend it and it's like old yeah. school yeah it's like old school superhero tropes and modernized with this fun angle so what do you do with the adults doing it in a live action scene? are they supposed to be right. little they girls are little girls and then I think that I believe that it follows them grown up uh, okay uh, well so that see, could be interesting if you, every time I'm like oh that's this fun, is the thing. Know? This is if you if you took that instead, but you'd have to like let the thing mature a little bit. And I don't know if they're allowed to do that with the property. But yeah, if you made it so that you almost give it the Dark Knight Returns treatment, I'm talking about the comic book Dark Knight, not the film Dark Knight. And, and they're like getting too old for this shit, and they're like coming back for one last, you know, huzzah, or or like how you know, or if you took it in the vein of like now they have to deal with their like brand and their social media presence and it's all weighing on them and then they like and it's all about how they're negotiating being famous and being superheroes and women i'm just reading a review of the powder puff girls written by a big fan of the original powder puff girls that said that like i don't mind the premise just take the power puff girls i'm sorry i keep saying powder puff i always say powder puff the power puff girl label off of it because that is part of it is that like they were still allowed to be kids they still had a bedtime they uh-huh. loved their dad but now they're uh-huh. making it as like they're grown up and they're pissed off that they spent their whole childhood fighting crime when in reality part of the the happiness of power puff girls is like but they like still had Fun. Uh, uh-huh. So it does kind of fuck with the entire idea of it. But doesn't Riverdale do that too, right? Like, isn't Riverdale like t- like Riverdale literally in name only? Like they have right. Like there's nothing about Riverdale that resembles Riverdale. Although you say that, but then in, even in the time jump and everything, like when Archie comes back from war, there's a whole line of comics of when Archie goes to war. Like it definitely is, like, and I, right. pulled from it. There's a lot of, and I wish I had read the comics because we would be watching and Gideon, who knows a little bit more about the comics, would be like, oh yeah, this ha- this thing that makes no sense to us as viewers happened, happened because this is a reference to a comic, right? And so I think, right, and at River, I but but in terms of so, but in terms of like the tone, right? Right. In terms of the oh yeah, feeling, no, no, no. It's not just like there oh, is there's no Jughead eating burgers. It's like no, <laughs> Jughead was tripping nuts and was handcuffed to a, <laughs> to his desk inside of his sex bunker. And now what's gonna happen? You know, it's like, and those are right. actual things that happen <laughs> in Riverdale, which is why we love Riverdale. It comes back in August, baby, <laughs> and it has nothing to do with the tone of the original. Um, and so, and I, I feel like we are, ent- we have entered a kind of like death of the author era where it's just like, you just use something as a prompt and then like Riverdale is the prompt, the characters. And it's, again, it's not like there isn't connections cause there are, but it's just like, what if Riverdale was like really dark and sexy? This is like Powderpuff Girls, but what if it was dark and sexy? And I, and, and I, I hate it. Of course I'm going to watch it. Yes, yeah. of course I'll watch it. Uh. 
Is that because the Riverdale ladies dressed as them for Halloween and they were like, there it is. Give it a million dollars. <laughs> Surprisingly, like, that's, that's not idea. where it came from. But you you are correct. They did do that. And, uh, I don't think that they could helm two different CW franchises at the same time. But I would have loved to watch them try. All right. So here's my pitch for, for villain origin story cartoon movies or whatever movies Hit coming me. out. Live action, actually. I guess they have to be. Okay. First of all, my favorite Disney movie Let's take it from Sword in the Stone, Mad Madam Mim. I want to know about that fucking OG story, bro. Yes. Mad Madam Mim is my shit. I can shit, fuck with that. Dude, I will fuck with You've that You've referred all day. to me as her multiple times, by the yes, way. Yes, I love, and uh, but that is a loving mm. referral. I love Mad Madam Mim. <laughs> I love Sword in the Stone, my favorite. I love it so much. Um, uh, after that, I would say the uh, the obvious one would be Lion King, Scar. Yeah, sure. right. can't believe that hasn't happened. But I think the real risky one that they should do because it'll be the greatest trick Ooh. ever pulled, the the hunter from Bambi. Oh, don't you dare that humanize that fucker. <laughs> <laughs> MJ's just that'd be good that'd be fucked up no. how fucked up would that be like give him weirdly some sort of like motivation that makes sense by the end it would be so crazy oh. like like mother deer like killed his whole family somehow and like uh, <laughs> and so now he like murders every deer he sees, got a- especially <laughs> the mothers and we'll call it the deer no! hunter no and it starts with a wedding <laughs> But the, but like, what wedding. was one of the best movies of my my one of my favorite movies movies of my childhood? Hook, oh, right? Like, I, love I, it. I guess that's all to say we've been doing this for a while. Oh yes, like yes. R- right now, it feels like oh, we literally only recycle things that have already existed. But like, Hook is the best movie ever. And what hit me even more recently that I'm surprised doesn't get attributed for being the first is Maleficent. Yeah, oh, yeah. right. It's like, of course, they've been doing this. Oh, I'm sorry, you're like, referring to Hook, obvious, like, the brilliant 1991 movie that has a 29. On Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, it's Excuse so good. Me? I saw twenty nine percent. I saw it in the movie theater with my dad. I absolutely loved it. A classic for this. Rotten spot. Tomatoes is flawed. such a good movie. Twenty nine percent. What? And this is such a good conspiracy. Hit me. Do you believe in the idea that all celebrities are knowingly in a Hunger Game type simulation? Whoa. Yeah. This is an interesting one. This is a fan conspiracy theory. This comes in from Rachel who says, Hello, Page 7 Podcast. I love you all, but especially Holden. I love his dulcet features. I love his eyes. I love his hands. I love his smile. He's clearly the most intelligent and friendly. (laughs) Wait (laughs) up. All right, all right. She didn't say any of that. Now, she said, I love you all and had a weird revelation while listening to you discuss Ben Affleck and all of his antics this month. Forgive me if you have already talked about this and I'm having some brain fog. How would we have ever talked about this, Rachel? But it got me thinking, what if celebrities are chosen each month or whatever time frame to be that topic of See, interest See, you bring this media? up all they the time, pay- Holden. Don't you naysay so on Rachel. Funny. Do I? Do I? <laughs> Forgive me if you've already mentioned this, but what if it's all <laughs> What if it's all a simulation? I'm like, what the fuck? I mean, I've I thought about it. It all being a simulation before, but I've never actually just spoken about it on page seven. They get picked by a name out of a hat or like jury duty. They get a card in the mail like, congratulations, it's your turn to be the talk of the town. And then that celebrity has a story come out about them and they have to deal with the paparazzi media for however long it is. Once their time is up, another person gets picked. So this is something, especially after watching a lot of The Crown, I could see people coming up with for the royal family almost. Mm -hmm. And then they're free for another year, but 
bam, after that free year, their name or number could be picked at any time. The Ben Affleck stories sparked this because we have seen his name in the news for other things, but now it just seems like it's the early 2000s again, and who would just follow him around for the fun of it? He seems, um, a little outdated. (laughs) Just a thought, and (laughs) would like to hear your take on this conspiracy that popped into my brain. Thank you so much for all the great content, Sincerely, Rachel G. I mean, yeah, I can really see that. A, we watched how bad they floundered during uh, COVID unexpectedly. I think that they had no idea how to keep the hype train rolling. We couldn't figure out how to keep the hype train rolling on celebrity stuff for a a hot minute there. Uh, And then on top of it, you're right. It is odd. It's like, why... And especially right now when the nostalgia thing, oh, right. the nostalgia thing's so big. Mm-hmm. So, so like we want to, when everything else, uh, you know, all the studios are like, remember the early 2000s? Remember the early 2000s? Here's, you know, remember Saved by the Bell? Remember this and that? And then, of course, now they're bringing nostalgia into celebrity fucking Damn culture straight. shit. Like That's true. That's a good point. We've seen all the video call fails by now. The mute button mishaps, the cat cameos, people not realizing the camera's on when their pants are off. But none of this makes Fred feel any better about giving an entire sales pitch, mistakenly using a filter that turns him into an itsy-bitsy baby duck. How do I turn that thing off? It's too late, Fred. It's too late. When you realize it's better to do business in person, it matters where you stay. Welcome to the Hilton Garden Inn, Fred. The meeting room is right down the hall. Hilton. For the stay. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah, why is it like weird, like, and this keeps happening lately where people are doing this sort of thing, where it's like, remember this thing? It's back. Yeah, they're like back on the chopping block. Oh my God, it makes sense of why Friends is being hyped so much. Yeah. Yes, 100%. So actually, I didn't believe you, Rachel, until I just put that connection together. So I'm more thankful that I put my own connection together than you presenting me this theory, but I still agree with you. And thank you for all those nice things you said about me that you didn't actually say about me. (laughs) Do you think it's also why Lindsay Lohan is going to be in that (laughs) that Netflix movie? Yes, there's the Lindsay. We that was on the the list, and we didn't even talk about Eurovision at all. No, and I watched so much Eurovision, but I do need to say just real quick that it really seems like that guy was doing a line of cocaine (laughs) off the goddamn table. (laughs) It does. Can I just throw that out there? In the press event, he's just like. Uh, I don't do cocaine. And then he jumped up on his feet and did this weird <laughs> frantic dance move. It was like, ah! And then sat back down and he was like, I don't do cocaine. I don't do drugs. And I'm like, wait, wait. Wait a You second. just did the most I'm on cocaine thing you could have done just then. You literally jumped on your chair and like made a crazy weird Tom Cruise on a cou- couch on a set of Oprah thing move. Yes, and sorry. You don't think I, didn't I think now that you did cocaine? Randomly throw that in there, but look up if you, if you don't watch Eurovision and I I paid a lot closer attention this year because um, I've never really gotten too far into it before, and now I'm fucking into it. It's awesome. Now I completely yeah. get it. And uh, the, the, I think it's pronounced Moonskin? Moonskin? It's a Dutch word? <laughs> uh-huh. That is this Italian rock and rollist band that won Eurovision, but there is clearly a picture of the lead singer 
Or a little video, rail, yeah. Doing a rail right off the table. It's just they're all sitting there. They're like celebrating. He just like, he definitely does the bend his head down, do the rail kind of motion. that it's because his band member broke a glass and he was looking for Under glass the on the table. But... <laughs> I mean... It's not normal to do cocaine with a bunch of cameras not on usually. you. Yeah, but if you just want Eurovision, you know. There's also a video of them like walking to the stage and he's clearly just like rubbing the fuck out of his nose <laughs> like he just did a line of cocaine. <laughs> so there is also that video. I don't know. I could go either way on this because I was actually based on a similar situation. I was accused of doing cocaine and almost got kicked out of my London study abroad for it. This is the other thing I know about cocaine. That I don't know if it's changed. This is weird. The cocaine is coming up. Uh, back in my day... When I was accused of doing it, I was like, please give me a test. I've literally never done cocaine in my fucking entire life. And they were like, oh, we can't because the um, turnaround for that drug is fast. So when he in the article was like, Go, oh, I'll do a test as soon as I get back to later. Italy. Yeah, it's that's what I've always later. heard. Is like it and I was like, up. unless the science has changed behind drug testing for cocaine, I'm pretty sure he sort of missed his window for that. And that was all bullshit. Him being like, I'll take a test. I'll take a test. But I will yeah. say that apparently so. Eurovision did confirm that broken glass was found under the table. Yes. So, oh. But it is just, yeah, but it's I mean, weird to look for glass with your hand up to your face, with your face <laughs> down at the table. I've never looked. Say you lost a contact. Honestly, it looks like he could be looking for a contact. I feel like the, that is the closest thing. <laughs> the, the difference is bending your knees to go down as opposed to bending at the waist. Yes. You know, I think yeah. bending at the waist is a real well, cocaine. Well, it's a perfect move. little, yeah. Well, also, I think the move that to me, and at the end of the day, it's impossible I convince somebody in an insane asylum that you're sane, but the, even just the way he's like, I don't do drugs, no drugs, I don't do it. Like the way he, the way he was about it was like so cocainey. <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. Like it was such a drug addict, like lips. telling people, yeah, it's like the same way for you know, if like yeah, I'm being asked, you know, to like take it easy on the drinks during the you know family get together. It's like I have been fucking drinking. <laughs> I, barely, I, I, have, I have seven drinks. <laughs> You know what I mean? Is this that weird? Look, I'm touching my nose. Drug user? Look, I'm touching my nose. Yeah, yeah, Look, yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. It's that weird defensiveness that you see uh, from people who have maybe an issue. Anyways, do you guys believe that we're in a simulation? Yeah, or fucking yes. All right. I'm down. <laughs> Thanks, I love Rachel. It. Greatly appreciate it. There you go. Back to you, Jack. Back to me, and it's back to shout, shout, shout it all out. Come on. on. We're gonna read them to you. (laughs) Come Come on. on. (laughs) Our first one goes out. I want to say thank you again to our secret inside space intel. And um, because it makes me feel really cool, like I am that much closer going to space, even though I'm never probably going to go. But I also want to give a shout out to beautiful, beautiful, beautiful Catherine from Rachel, because Rachel's wife, Catherine, loves the show. And Catherine is turning 27 on Monday. And Rachel goes on to say, if anyone deserves a shout out, it's Catherine. She's a beautiful, hilarious boss bitch. 
in the best way possible, <laughs> that cares too deeply about her family, her work, and her impact. She's a school psychologist, which means that she works with schools to make sure that students that require special education services get what they need to be as successful as they can throughout school. She cares so much about the children that she works with, and I love hearing about all the ways she ensures that her kiddos are getting accurate services. We love you guys so much, and happy birthday, Catherine! You sound amazing, and I wish I had someone like you in my school when I was growing up. Um, because those were definitely in the days where they didn't give a fuck. But <laughs> you guys and people like you, MJ, are changing the school system, and I appreciate it. Or at least trying to. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Catherine! And I've got another very special shout-out for another amazing partner named Abby, who is graduating this year from the School of Visual Arts. She just got her degree in animation and already has a job in an animation studio here in New York, and I'm so proud of her. This comes from Kristen, who met them on the very first day of class at SVA in an anatomy drawing class. Abby was the one that introduced me to the last podcast network, and I've been an avid listener since last January. I literally never stop. I'm constantly listening to the backlog of episodes while working on assignments or whatever. So thank you guys so much, and I hope you're all doing well, and we love you, Kristen, and congratulations, Abby. You guys are doing it, doing it, doing it. And apparently Abby emailed about Kristen's birthday in March. So it's a it's a givesies backsies and it makes me so hapsies. <laughs> I'm sorry, I said it. I did say that. And um I can't take it back. Ugh. I can't fucking take it back. And I wouldn't take it back. And what I would take back <laughs> is this pandemic from ruining or trying to ruin beautiful Emily, who had a horrible fucking time this past year. And I just wanted to say that I give you my love. I send you my love. If you hear me talking about you and your gold sequin jumpsuit, you should go put it on. You should go put it on. And you know what? Fuck it if it fits or not. Or get one in a bigger fucking size because you goddamn deserve it. Because all of us, as someone that is currently having to rebuy lots of clothing, after the pandemic, I gotta say, um, and not for fun reasons, but for my waist size, there ain't no shame in it. We all got through this fucking year, all right? And we all used what we had to to get through the year. And it better not be fucking cocaine. Does everybody hear me? It better not be cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> but we love you, Emily. And we love all of you guys. And thank you so much for your shout outs. And you can totally write into page7podcasts at gmail.com if you got any more insider information or if there's more you want to tell us about because I love reading about it and it only um, puts a pep in my step. And thank you guys so much for the love. And um, I send all of my love right back. But right now, we got a list to read. Oh! Who's on the list? I'm going to also say that I had a lot of people write in to tell me that they supported my list last week and that I wasn't too much. And thank you very much for wanting to expand (laughs) your minds. That was disgusting. (laughs) Oh, also, I forgot. (gasps) Sorry, someone wrote in that saw the Kermit 
the Kermit performance. Oh my God. I don't want to hear any more about that Kermit performance. Oh my God. Someone actually saw it uh. and said that it was done for comedy purposes and she did sing the entire It's Not Easy Being Green. And down oh to the God. fact that he said, I'm pretty sure I saw them bow in thanks afterwards with the fist still inside her. No. So yeah, I wonder if... Now, I guess my net follow my follow up question would have definitely been: Was it like a strained performance, or was it like a freed up, like orgasmic? No, apparently it was you know delightful. I mean? it was like, like everyone it's loved it. Everyone was just yeah. Well, well, I were, mean, was her performance? She was lip syncing. Like was her performance like it's not easy <laughs> being great, or was it like it's not it? it could have been I thought about you. <laughs> no, she was lip syncing, so she didn't have to worry about it. See. Oh. Flawless performance every time. There you go. And um, yeah, it was done for, uh, I just like it because apparently, um, so this person was working as a PA and it was a it was a program for Pride and no one knew what this performance was going to be and no one was prepared for it. So it was like watching the audience go from shock to laughter as it went through which does okay, make me like it even fun. more, though. All right. I'm warming up to it now. See, and thank you so, so much, David, for writing in and telling me about that. Because I was like, oh, you saw it. Tell me everything. And he did. <laughs> and I appreciate that. And um, But first, I apologize. We got to do the list, which is strange inspirations for iconic pop culture. Yes, it's a pop culture list. Don't worry. No more fisting conversations. No more. <laughs> uh, because we have other things to talk about. Like the fact that King Kong was inspired by a movie about Komodo dragons. Yes. A 1926 expedition left the U.S. to capture Komodo dragons, and they did. They filmed the whole thing, too. The movie was a big hit at the time, as were the dragons, and Marion Cooper lifted parts of the story for King Kong. Yeah, originally they wanted it to just be like a monkey fighting a Komodo dragon. Really? it slowly became, yeah, yeah. It just slowly turned into this completely other thing. But that's why you got all the dinosaurs in the movie oh, and stuff like that. Oh, so, yeah. see, that yeah, makes yeah. a lot of sense. And you know what? I love a Komodo dragon. Ooh, they look so Yeah, regal. I think they were like, hey, we can't actually do this. This would be insane to just videotape a monkey fighting a Komodo dragon. Maybe we should just like make it up instead. You yeah. know what I mean? And sometimes you have to make up other things. Like... <laughs> okay. You okay? My brain just talked. I was like, how do I transition to the next one? You could hear it going. Yeah, yeah, Jackie. You could make up anything. You could make it up. That's, yeah, sure. And sometimes life is lived in other ways, such as Peter Sellers. Oh, based whoa. On <laughs> That's the one I was going to read, too. The Peter Sellers based. Dr. Strangelove's voice on a little-known photographer's. Sellers couldn't figure out what voice to do for Dr. Strangelove, so he eventually based it on the kind of strangled-sounding voice of the photographer, Ouija, who Sellers had heard around the set. And I don't know if that's how you actually say Ouija, but I really can't imagine unless it's Ouija, but you absolutely never know. (laughs) Um, This one's really cute, and it's probably why I chose it, because I really love gizmo very much and that the design of the gremlins was based on japanese chin dogs and if you look up japanese chin dogs they're so fucking cute mm. and they do look like that's the true. mogwais they super look they like do. oh my yeah, god look at their really little cute. nose 
That's so cute. I like that one. And speaking of the Joker, which I think that everybody who's anybody knows this, but... Joaquin Phoenix did base the Joker's laughing on an actual disorder. In the movie, he can't control when he erupts into laughter, so he carries a card that explains his condition. That's based on a real condition, pseudo-bulber aggression. Wow. (laughs) Which makes sufferers laugh or cry uncontrollably. Mm. Oof, God. Laugh or cry uncontrollably. I think I'd actually rather cry uncontrollably than laugh uncontrollably i guess i don't i i honestly don't know that makes even just the thought i cry a lot and i can't imagine crying more um but did you know that michael jackson's smooth criminal was based on cpr training materials which i did know i did not know that but i i mean of course i'm gonna say that uh, the alien ant farm version was based on cpr training materials but annie is based on rescuzzi annie or annie a cpr doll and asking are you okay is one of the first steps to take before you administer cpr i think it's a bit of a long stretch but um i guess that they are that that is interesting yeah i'll take it yeah And last but not least, everybody knows that I'm a star's head. Yeah. (laughs) Because Ren Kylo's helmet in The Rise of Skywalker drew on a Japanese practice. It's called Kintsugi, and it involves repairing any cracks with visible material like gold or silver so that the cracks become part of the object's history Ah. and not a defect. And it makes me think of like when my mom would take my pants that had rips in them, that I would want to have rips in them. But what she would do, she would turn them inside out and put patches on underneath, and then I'd be very (laughs) mad about it. So that's what it reminded (laughs) me of, um, of my mom touching my pants. (laughs) Let me be covered in holes, mom. Good times. She'll never understand me. So, you know, look up Japanese chin dogs. That's the list. Well, I... I would look it up, but I can't look at anything right now because I think I'm going blind. blind. Items. Oh, we, we can't, can't see them. Uh, okay. Here's the first one. Let it blow your fucking mind. I bet it will. This A plus list mostly movie actress who doesn't act any longer, and also way before that was known as a singer. Uh, in a ton of ways. And has the best plastic surgeon in the world says she got new breast implants because she was bored with her look. Singer and... Older, way super popular as a singer before she earned her uh, stripes as an actor. J-Lo? Older. No, old. Old! <laughs> older than your... Well, you could fathom. Older than the oh, queen. Oh, no. She's so old. That's not true, the queen. No, no, she's All not right, that so old. All right, so singer she's... turned... Actress. Yes. Old. You love her. Cher. She's old. She's yes. <gasps> Cher. Isn't that the most Cher thing ever? Of course. I love that. She's like, yeah, I was bored, so I just got big ass. I love Cher. <laughs> and it was just her birthday. Happy birthday, Cher. She recently turned 75, and I hope you did actually do that, because that's fucking badass. <laughs> yeah. Just God like fuck damn. it. I'm getting tits. I'm sick of this shit. <laughs> At 75, too. I love it. All right, here we go. This next one's fun as hell, too. This former stripper turned A-list actor hired out an entire strip club of female strippers as a housewarming gift to himself. <laughs> um, yeah, I think he was first pretty well known for a stripper movie. He's very Magic funny, Mike. actually. Channing Tatum. Yeah. Yes. Oh. He recently bought a $5.6 million mid-century farmhouse in Brentwood. And again, just like Cher, I hope 
That actually happens. So that too. is so funny. Love him. Love him. He seems like, like a good one. I know. He seems like such so a cutie funny. face. Well, this next one's a Ooh, bad okay. one. Uh-oh. This A-plus list singer has no business being it. She's whatever. Has one of the most sophisticated bot farms that money can buy to make sure she sets every streaming record to a level that can't be beat. And she steals. And she likes to see what other people are doing and be like, oh, wow, they're really gaining a really big, awesome following. I guess I'll l- hear about it from my friends of a friends through Whoa. SNL. And I'll <laughs> steal it and I'll tweet you about Aranator it. You and bitch. <laughs> Um, Thank you. Next. Uh, yeah, you wow, good one. Interesting. How many? What is it? Once a week, I get a blind item about her deceptions, and yet everyone's sitting around being like, <coughs> "She's so oh, big dick energy or whatever the fuck." Go Whoa. fuck yourselves. Very hard because it's it seems like it's impossible <laughs> to say Arianator without sounding like the word Arian first. Yes. So she really shouldn't yeah. have stolen from no. you. It's just doesn't it makes work no sense. That's the most egregious part about them or the most frustrating part about it is like Arianator is a shitty word to say. It does sound like Arianation. <laughs> it is which honestly too, she could sort of she sort of stole from Marcus. Because Roundtable in general, we're all creating our different uh brands. Marcus was Marcusarian Nation, which we asked was a misstep for him. But at the same time, she sort of stole both. And it's egregious and unbelievable. And she should probably be stripped of all of her medals or whatever you do to a celebrity uh, once they've been caught stealing. I just... And kid licking donuts. I, uh. You know, and it really is not... I'm sure that you can become a real estate tycoon this young. But the... The young gentleman she married is like a, apparently like a bigwig real estate agent. I don't know what that means. Like I just like how do you get that far that young in in real estate? Like do you have to have like an edge up? Like I know many people that work in real estate and like you don't just like at the age of 21 like become a millionaire. No, you probably only do that if you're already very, very, very right? rich and, and you're making money off of charging other people rent. Right. But maybe I'm I just mean, I don't envious. Know, but I, I don't know. Like that just sounds like a like a rich a rich guy. Which you know what? I guess go uh, either way. I, mean, I, guess, I ain't gonna worry about nothing. Well, I can see again and I can see a thief when I <laughs> smell one. <laughs> and we are sniffing so. up a wedding dress, aren't we, Holden? <laughs> yep. That's what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, whatever, man. I mean, talk about whatever jail for the eternity. So- solitary confinement, oh, whatever jail no. is what wow. Ariana deserves That's for really her bad. thieveries. No, she- yeah. Oh, and by the way, start feel sorry for you, brah. <laughs> this guy. So <laughs> Whatever Good that's one, worth. Holden. I feel sorry. Hell yeah. Yeah, I feel strong sorry for you. Strong finish. You tell that young millionaire. <laughs> yeah, probably sucks yeah. for you, huh? Yeah. Yeah, snooze, you lose. Now go fuck a fish like Tom wow, Cruise, bro. Holden. Yeah, that's dude. Good. That's yeah. very good. Thank yeah. you, guys. Blind items are over, and I'm mad about it. So blind items. Shut up or whatever. You should be upset about it. And as upset that I am that this episode is coming to a close. And uh, how'd you like that for a fucking transition? All right? It's fucking awesome, man. We killed the game today with the connections between one subject to the next. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you guys for tuning in this week of page seven. My name is Jackie Zabrowski. You can follow me on Instagram at JackThatWorm. And you could 
totally check out me and Holden sitting in a tree. Killing T-W-I-T-C-H-I-N-G. it. T-W-I-T-C-H-I-N-G. And um, we do that over on Holden's Twitch channel. Normally, not this week, though. We're taking one because Jaggy, Jaggy's going home, which is going to be fun for her. So we're not going to be doing it this week. But normally we do on Fridays. It's fucking awesome. We party like crazy and have a great time. But not this week. This week, we will not be uh, just having fun, hanging well, out. Please, guys, we'll send be, me some positive home. energy for anyone else that hasn't seen their family <laughs> sorry, I don't mean in to a year and a half that has to yeah, go exactly right. rip oh. off the band-aid of seeing their family. I'm very lucky. My my parents made it through. Uh, you know, it's it's I know that I'm very lucky. And um, you know, you gotta go home at some point. <laughs> That's what they always say. <laughs> That's what they say. (laughs) Gotta go home at some point. And we gotta go home right now from this episode. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, twitch.tv forward slash Holdenators Ho. On the Twitch side, uh, also check me out, check us out rather, patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast. And uh, we'll be doing, we do weekly, but we do so much bonus content. The Twilight stuff, talking TV with Jackie and I. It's fucking awesome. Check it out. Check out, uh, also rent pop history. I I love that we made a lot of people cry uh, as that episode made me cry cried no less than three times maybe four in that episode so enjoy that enjoy the sound of me crying Um, (laughs) every second of every day oh man live for it mj uh my name is mj and i am mjkl cat on instagram and we love you guys i believe (laughs) love is the answer oh yeah celebrities are in a simulation wow get it get it get it we love you guys and we'll see you next week hell yeah bye bye everybody This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. We've seen all the video call fails by now. The mute button mishaps, the cat cameos, people not realizing the camera's on when their pants are off. But none of this makes Fred feel any better about giving an entire sales pitch, mistakenly using a filter that turns him into an itsy-bitsy baby duck. How do I turn that thing off? It's too late, Fred. It's too late. When you realize it's better to do business in person, it matters where you stay. Welcome to the Hilton Garden Inn, Fred. The meeting room is right down the hall. Hilton. For the stay. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.